podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Voices of the Vic podcast with me, Mike Duffy, and this evening I am joined by Cameron Smart. We are here to talk to you about the upcoming game against Blackburn at Ewood Park. Another trip to Lancashire for the Hornets after a successful trip last time out. Uh, to Lancashire, five-one winners away at Preston. My God, we'd love another win like that. Uh, we're not alone, though. We are joined by Matt, who I've just added in now, and Matt is from a Blackburn Rovers podcast, the Four Thousand Holes. Matt, how are you doing this evening? You all good, mate? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thank you very, very much for uh, for filling in last minute. For those that want to know how it works, all behind the scenes and everything. I become very disorganised and change for plans. And Matt here has very kindly filled in at the last minute. I messaged him this morning and he was uh, he was bang up for it. So thank you very, very much. Now, Matt, it's a little bit different this time because usually we're speaking to a fan first time round, um, you know, first time the two teams are playing each other this season. That's not the case. This is the first reverse fixture of the season for all the clubs. Uh, I want to start with a main man who seems to be your main man this season so far. He's that man, Sammy Smodix. He's the top goal scorer in the whole of the championship with 14 goals. And I was looking before we, we, we started recording and this is his best goal scoring season since the 2020-21 season when he was with Peterborough. I think he scored 15 all season that season and I think that was in League One as well. So what what's changed? Like, how has he become the main man now? I think if you look at summer and how the summer transfer window went for us, with Brereton and Diaz leaving on a free, I think obviously he was, as everybody knows, our, our main man for a, a few years. And I think he's just sort of stepped into that void. I think I was, I personally was a bit worried going into the season as to who just would, you know, step in and score all the goals for us. And he seems to be that man. I think he he walks around with confidence. Everything, everything he does, it seems to have purpose. And I think last year we got glimpses of that. It wasn't a bad season for him last year. I think he got five or six in the league. Uh, but this year he really does seem to have taken it to the next level. And I think it's I think it's the tactics more than anything. I think the way that we play just suits him down to the ground. He'll he'll have a quiet five or ten minutes and then he'll pop up with a goal and then he's everywhere for the rest of the game. I think it's I think I think it is the tactics. I think he's not scored in the last couple of games, but um after what he did for us last month, I think it's more than plausible for him, you know, to have a few games off. We uh, we played you quite early on in the season and obviously a lot can change since the, uh, you beat us 1-0 at our place. I mean, that was a game that we more or less dominated and you went and nicked it at the end. But how have you played since then? It, you've looked quite hit and miss results-wise, but how have the performances been? Yeah, I think we put we always play nice football and whatever game it is, whether we're completely out the game, like the Southampton game, our last game, where we got absolutely you know, obliterated. I think we have moments where we do play good football. And I think the when, when we played against you, I agree with you. I mean, I think we we were lucky to get something out of the game, but we've had games like that this year where we just sort of have that five or 10 minutes of quality, grab the goal and not sit back, but sort of sit back in a way, I guess. Maybe we just sort of look after it. And it's something that we, we haven't done for a few years. But yeah, I think we are very hit and miss. Like you said, you look at our last five games, we... We beat. We usually we beat the teams that are below us, and we struggle against the teams above us. But recently, it's it's not really been like that, especially this season. 
I mean, like you say, you know, you, you very much sort of rode your luck a little bit in the game at Vicarage Road, the 1 0 win. Um, was it was it Hedges that scored the goal? It was a magnificent goal as well, and a, a real lapse of con- concentration from Watford. And you mentioned there about you sort of had that five, ten minute spell where you, you got the goal and, and, and played well. That to me shows real determination in the team. If you can be crap all game, but then have that five, ten minute spell and still come out on top, for me, that is that is huge. And and that's how you get to the winning mentality. And if you can win in games like that, it, it will do you the world of wonders over a course of a championship season. I mean, if we look ahead now to the reverse fixture, this time you're at home, we're away. I was looking at your home record and you're not as high, as high up as I thought. I think you're 17th in the home table. You've only picked up 15 points from 11 games. Now, in terms of us coming to Ewood Park, what strengths do Watford need to be aware of when we come up against you, you boys? To be honest, I think the main thing, especially when we're at home, is we like to have a lot of the ball and we'll we'll play it sort of around the back and wait for the chances to go forward. But I think you look at if if you come with a bit of pressure, we'll we'll struggle. I think that seems to be the main thing that I see from us this season is when teams sort of bring the game to us and and, and put us under pressure. Like when we went to Sheffield Wednesday, I know you're talking about home form, but I think we play pretty similarly wherever wherever we go. To be honest, home and away, uh, and I think that if you put a bit of pressure on us and don't let us sort of pick the right passes and be patient. If you put us under pressure, I think I think you'll do well. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned pressure because we we put Preston under a lot of pressure in that second half and we just reap the rewards of that. Also interesting you mentioned you like to play with the ball, you like possession. We also seem to like possession. So it will be an interesting, possibly slightly boring matchup. Um but yeah, you you mentioned that particular weakness there. What sort of other areas of the team can can we exploit? I think we do struggle in front of goal as well. I think if you, if you have a you know you keep our chances tally low, chances are we'll not score um, very many. I mean that's pretty obvious. But I Go think on. I think um, you know we we needed a clinical striker in summer. We didn't really bring one in. We've we got Semir Tilalovic from Munch and Gladbach. He's you know barely got a minute for us. Niall Ennis came in on a free. A lot of our fans were excited for that one. He's he's done all right when he plays, but he's very injury prone it seems. And you know Harry Leonard from the academy. It, it's his first proper season really in and amongst the first team playing on a regular basis. So your expectations have got to be a sort of a little bit low, and you've got to understand that. But I think if you keep our chances down, I know it sounds pretty simple and obvious, but if you give us two or three chances, the chances are we probably won't take them, and and we'll struggle. <laughs> up until up until the last week at, at Preston, I'd have probably said you were answering for Watford fans as well. There, to be honest, have a lot of the ball, don't really take the chances. Needed that you know central figure to be recruited in the summer and wasn't. You know, snap. <laughs> um, it, it, it can be very frustrating at times for Watford. And like Cam said, you know, that first half, Preston just made it ugly for us. And we, we struggled with that. But we got a foothold in the game. And, uh, we you know, a goal early doors in the second half really, really turned it on its head. Um, I mean, 
We know you had a red card in the last game. Was it Callum Britton got sent off? Are there any other absentees, any injuries, anyone not quite ready to come back or is it just Britton? No, I think the, the list of absentees for us is, is very, very long. I mentioned Niall Ennis has just come back. He, I think he played 45 minutes um, on Tuesday before the Leeds game, uh, before the Southampton game, sorry. But I mean, Ainsley Pears started the season in goal for us. He's out injured till at least next month. Uh, Joe Rankin Costello is out till I think it's mid February, sometime around then. He was being, you know, being a key player for us. You mentioned Hedges scored at, at your place. He's also out injured until the end of this month. Sam Gallagher uh, and Tyrese Dolan as well, who was an influential figure to, to our decent run that we've just come out of. And yeah, uh, Britain as well. I mean, he's, he we've been playing him on the wing. He'd play it right back. He'll cover left back. So yeah, we've got we've got a lot of players missing for this game to be honest. But we seem to have had for for the entirety of the season, it seems. Yeah, that sounds like quite the list of absentees. Uh, similar to what we had sort of earlier in the year under Slavon Bilic, just turning up to Norwich with um, Mario Gaspar in midfield. Uh, it sounds like it's quite similar for you at the minute, but. Have you got any sort of personal memories of, of Watford versus Blackburn, good or bad, from, from the past? Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was our goal of the season or or not, but I think it certainly was. I mean, Dominic Hyam's scorpion kick at Ewood last season is probably one of the best goals I've ever seen. And it was it was right in front of, of where I sit as well, so I got a great view of it. I think that that's probably the, the key memory that sticks out for playing Watford, especially at home. Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember too many classics. Me and Cameron just talking before coming on air, and I think um, the the lockdown season we obviously played out two. I think was it three one at our place, and then three two at Ewood Park, and Ben Foster made that penalty save from a uh, penalty save from Armstrong, and then I think João Pedro and uh, Ken Semmer scored up at up at Ewood. There was another sort of. Not so classic game, but it was quite an important victory for us. It was one nil at Vicarage Road um, in the fourteen fifteen season because we ended up getting promoted. And I remember it was quite a scrappy affair. And in the end, a, a corner come in and Igalo somehow got on the end of it and managed to sort of scrape it in and it hit the post and went in. Um, so that that's probably one that sticks out in my mind. I, I, Cam, I know you've we've probably not played. Blackburn that many times since you've started supporting the club, but do any stick out for you, Cam? Well, I'll tell you what, that game you mentioned where Dominic Hyam scored the uh, the Scorpion kick was actually quite a, a pleasant away day other than the actual football. The um the pub across the road from the ground, really nice, uh, really nice pub that uh nice easy getaway as well, because um everyone had already left. So yeah, good good day out that. But other than that, no, I mean, Wesley Hoot scored his first goal for us against, I think it was his debut as well, wasn't it? And it was a really nice volley at the yeah, yeah. Um And then other than that, I've only seen the, the two lockdown games, which I don't really have strong feelings about lockdown games. So, <laughs> yeah, not, not too much, really. Yeah, no, I forgot about that Wesley Hoot goal. That was quite a peach as well. There's been some uh, been some goals in terms of quality-wise. I, I remember that game as well that you mentioned, Cam, you went to uh, last season where uh, Jeremy Gakia, he's probably still having nightmares. It's probably best he's out injured for the game because he's still having nightmares of Brereton Diaz running rings around him at that night. That was awful. 
uh, and uh, me and Cam are going this this weekend. It's my first time to Ewood. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, looking more towards score prediction now, Matt. What what would you go with? Are you feeling confident? I, I don't know. Do do you come to home games and feel more confident than, than you do away, or vice versa, or what? What's your what's your feel around this game on Saturday? Well, to be honest, I think if you asked me before the weekend, seeing what you did to our rivals down the road, I think I would have been a bit more confident. Um, but obviously, it seems that uh, you, you, you seem to have hit a bit of form. I think that result, you'll definitely take a lot of confidence from that one, and rightfully so. Whereas, you know, we're at the opposite end of that spectrum, really. We've we've had a tough few weeks. Uh, we beat Bristol in between, but we lost to Leeds, lost to Southampton, lost to Sheffield Wednesday before that. So I think in terms of a prediction, I'll hope that we're bouncing back. And I, I think it'll be a draw. I think it'll be two all or, or you know, I'm going to say two all. Um, but I do hope that we can we can bounce back from from a few bad results recently. Yeah, like, like you mentioned earlier, very inconsistent. When I was looking, uh, Cam asked the question about how you've been doing since you played us in August. And I was looking through your, your results and I was like, this this can't be right. And there's no draws in there whatsoever. I think Cam said you, you've drawn once this season, or uh, I don't even know if it's that many times. But I was looking, I was like, wow, it really is like win or lose. And, you know, it, it's one or the other. So that'll be interesting. And Cam jokingly said, it, watch it be nil-nil now. But I don't know. I think, obviously, coming out off the back of last, last week, you know, 5-1 wins don't happen every week. And I think, We'd be naive to expect such a brilliant performance again, as nice as it would be. I think Watford fans just want some consistency, uh, which, you know, we, we, we're quite lucky. We've been getting recently and the performances are there. And I, I think in terms of that, the away form is is continuously improving as well. So I'm I'm feeling quietly confident. I'm, I'm going to go with 2-1 to Watford. I think it will be a tight affair. Um, the the injuries you've you've not done me any favours, Matt. To be honest, you you sending me up to Lancashire full of hope with the injury list that you've got, and you know the the the, the players that you said are out. Cam, in terms for you, um, score predictions and how are you feeling about Saturday? Yeah, look, I mean, first of all, I'm excited about a Watford away day, and that yeah. is not something I've been able to say over the past few years. <laughs> so, yeah, I think if we want to show our playoff credentials, we need to be going and, you know, at the very least, putting in a, a dominant performance against a, an injury-riddled Blackburn side. Um, with that said, would a point be a, a decent result? I'd, I'd probably... It, it depends what you want, doesn't it? But I'd go... Um, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Watford win. We're not going to go as crazy as we did at Preston, but... I think, given our performances of late, we, we've got enough to get the job done. Yeah, I, it's interesting you say about, you know, would a point be enough? And there's that old cliche, obviously, win your home games, draw your away games. And we seem to be doing the, the winning the home games, you know, tick that box. It's the away form which we need to steadily improve. You know, the, the game away at Swansea, first away winning 297 days. Um, and, you know, we, we then win at Hull win at Preston and we're slowly climbing that away form table. So yeah, I I, I think we really do need to start booking up that the the away form. And uh I to be honest, I'd probably take a point, but I'm I'm obviously feeling 
quite confident at the moment. So, 2-1, 2-1 and 2-2. That's very, very interesting. Now, the last couple of things, Matt, before you go. We do like to play a game here on Voice of the Vic, which tests your knowledge. Now, I have thought about this. It does test your knowledge, but I think sometimes it can be quite hard because you might not know that they've played for us. But we play a game called Played for Both, and it's as simple as that. It's naming players that have represented your club, Blackburn Rovers, and our club, Watford FC. Now, there's I, I'm going to be fair to you. There's seven. I don't usually name how many there is, but there's seven that have played for both. How many of those seven do you think you can name? We do have a league table. I don't have the league table to hand annoyingly because I'm so unprepared, but we will get that updated. How many of those seven do you think you can name, Matt? To be honest, um, I, I'm not going to be very confident with that one. I think you've uh, seven doesn't seem like that many. Um, I, I don't think I'll get more than two or three, to be honest. If you can name two or three, it'll get you on the table. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, uh, <laughs> trying to think. I mean... Yeah, and- to be fair as well, some of them the, the, have been, a couple of them have been quite recent and I thought there'd be one that would jump out because he uh, he knew where the back of the net was. That's as much as I'll say. I'll get in trouble if I give too many clues away. Um, I'm just trying to think. I can't, I can say I'm, I'm very, pretty bad at this sort of thing. Um, I've only got one. Did, did Josh King play for Watford? He did indeed, Josh King. You're on the board, mate. You're on the board. Josh King, yep, he uh, made 67 appearances for Blackburn, scoring eight goals, and he made 33 appearances. And the bit that tells me how many goals he got is cut off. So (laughs) I don't know how many goals. I know he got a hat-trick at uh, Goodison. But yeah, uh, Josh King is one of them. Um, I'm just trying to think. I don't think there's many who went from one to the other, which is the only reason I think I'd be able to get any more. I think Um, in terms of one to the other, I know one went directly from you guys to... uh, No, he didn't, actually. That's a lie. Yeah, no. I think you're bang on. I don't think there's many that did. um, I don't want to give up, but I can't. You're on on the board, so if you're happy to walk away on the league table with one, Uh, then we can, and I can put you out in misery and tell you the other six. (laughs) Now, I think I've got one more, um, but I can't quite remember. Did Danny Graham play for Watford by any chance? He did indeed. Danny Graham, he was a a top goal scorer for, one of the top goal scorers for Watford. I'm sure he won numerous player of the season awards. Um, well, I say numerous. He was only with us for for a year. He uh, he won the Player of the Season award. It's fifty seven goals for you boys, one hundred ninety nine appearances, and he made ninety one appearances for Watford. So there's two. Um, are, are you are you taking the two and and, and walking away, or uh, do you, you want me to put you out I, of I, I think I'll have to just take the two. I can't I can't think of any more. That's that's not as bad as you think because it is a hard game. Because like you say, it's you know they play for Blackburn, but you didn't know they played for Watford necessarily. So you gave us Danny Graham and Josh King, two strikers. The others were Keith Andrews, midfielder. We we had him briefly 
uh, on loan in the 14-15 season. He only played 11 times. He played 70 times for Blackburn between 2008 and 2010. Tommy Hoban is another one. He was quite a Watford sort of cult hero. He he played between 2010 and 2016, 58 times for Watford, only 16 times for Blackburn. I think he was hampered by injuries, had to retire early because of injuries. Um, another one is Lucas Neal. He only made one appearance for us in the 12-13 uh, season. He made loads more for you boys between 2001, 2006, 198. And then the last two is Martin Taylor, the defender. He uh, he joined us in 2009 through to 2012. 90 appearances for Watford, 71 for Blackburn. And then another one which is more sort of recent for Blackburn is Lee Williamson, the midfielder. He, uh, he joined Watford. He was the one I thought came from Blackburn to, to Watford, but it was actually Rotherham we bought him from. And then he went to Blackburn a few years later. Uh, 86 appearances for Blackburn and 71 for Watford. So we'll get the table updated and you'll be on there, Matt. A respectable two. I know it doesn't feel it, but a respectable two. Uh, and the last thing I want to really ask is we try and do this for away games, just in case, you know, like myself, there's Watford fans watching this that have never been to Ewood Park. Where would you recommend maybe grabbing grabbing a drink before the game near the grounds? Is there, are there pubs that allow away fans or are there pubs to stay away from? Where, where would you recommend? I mean, there's there's always your your safe spoons. I think the postal order near the train station and bus station uh, in town. It's about twenty five minute half an hour walk to the ground, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't know because there's some pubs what are sometimes away, sometimes home. But yeah. I think the Furnace as well is just around the corner, and that's usually the best spot for away fans. Happy days. There you go. Then if you if you're travelling up there, the Fernhurst and the Weatherspoons in town is a safe bet. Spoons always a safe bet. But I appreciate you coming on, Matt. I uh, I would say good luck for the rest of the season, only excluding the, uh, the the two games against us. We've already beaten us once, and to be quite frank, I'll be well pissed off if you beat us again. Um, we'll we may chat next season. Who knows? We're both sort of in fact we're both same points, same games played. Who knows what will happen? We may speak again next season, depending on what happens. But other than Saturday, best of luck for the rest of the season. And thank you very, very much for uh, for coming on this evening, Matt. Take care, mate. Cheers. Thanks for having us. No worries. There we go then, Cal. That was a swift exit, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) Bearing in mind what he said, are we feeling any more confident? I mean, listen, how many times have we heard from fans, oh, well, he's not playing, he's injured, he's injured, and then they still do us anyway? Like, with bearing in mind the momentum we're sort of building on the road, uh, do, 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 do you feel confident that that will continue? Yeah, I, look, I think, as you said earlier, our away form is improving. We've uh, won two in a row now on the road, so... yes. I think that's right. Three and four, maybe. Could be yeah. making it up. But no, no. it's not yeah. just that we're grinding out wins. We look pretty convincing, I think. Against Hull, it, it was quite a marginal game. But we we showed that, you know, we were there to win that game. We weren't sort of trying to play for a draw. Mm-hmm. And obviously against Preston, we absolutely blew them away. So we're, we're looking to win games on the road. And that's not something we've been able to say about a Watford team for for a long time so yeah I think we can keep it up um 
I am more more confident. Well, I should be more confident having heard that injury list. But <laughs> Norwich I'm, fans were probably confident when yeah, they yeah. Are. I'm thinking back to um <laughs> a game at the start of lockdown up in Lancashire away at Burnley. You might yeah. remember we just got an encouraging draw at home to Leicester. We go to Burnley who have absolutely no players and we go and lose one nil. So <laughs> we we know uh a massive injury list it, it doesn't stop Watford from being Watford and um yeah that could well come back to bite us but other than that I'm feeling largely maybe too confident hmm. yeah I'm just looking here now the the away form table which we, we often speak about 10 games played 12 points picked up I mean not the worst not the best we've only scored 12 away from home and bear in mind five of those come last week so I'm like, all oh, right, okay. So we really don't score many on the road, but I think it's going to be a close affair. I think you know we it, it could be a sort of similar feel to the Preston one. You have the ball, um, you you know you have the ball, we have the ball, sort of feel each other out, and then who who makes the the first sort of attempt, and it could be quite a scrappy affair. But as I said to Matt, sometimes with those scrappy affairs. It, it doesn't matter done as long as you get the job done. That's the most important thing. If you can win beautifully like we did last week, and if you can win ugly like we have done in the past, happy days. That is the recipe for a successful team in any league, Champions, uh, Premier League, through to bloody park football. It's all the same in terms of how you win. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know the. The, the form run at the moment, the, the last five games, only Leicester and Southampton and Ipswich have picked up more points than Watford. Um, we've picked up 10 points from the last five games, scoring 12 and only conceding seven. Uh, and quite interestingly as well, in terms of how many we've conceded, we've conceded 27 in the league. And uh, there's... It, Believe it or not, that's one of the fewest in the league. There are other teams that I've considered a lot less, but 27's up there with one of the fewest. So it could be quite interesting if that first goal could be elusive. But like I said, me and Cam are going. Uh, I'm going to try and do a match day vlog. I don't want to promise anything because I know what will happen. Because I'm driving, I'll not be able to do it and I'll forget and everything. So I'm not promising. So Ben, if you're watching this back and I don't do it, don't kill me. Um, and yeah, if you see us about, if you see us in the pub, come on over, have a chat. We we, we love to chat about Watford. Uh, we'll have a drink. I, I can't have too many, though, because I am driving. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, I have been to five games this season. We've won all of them apart from one. So, one four, drawn one, and lost zero. So, hopefully, that rich vein of form, where, wherever I go, will continue. But uh, but till then, thank you very much for watching. If you haven't already, go and check out the Christmas special. I watched it back. I started watching it yesterday. And obviously, I know what happened because I was there. But the special effects and everything that Ben's put in is top stuff. It's uh, it, it really does sort of beef it up and, and, and make it better than it was. Um, so go and check that out. And yeah, thank you very much for watching. If you've enjoyed this video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button as well. 
And uh, yeah, we'll be back to talk to you about the Blackburn game. Hopefully another three points. Although I don't know when, because obviously the game is on the 23rd. Um, maybe Christmas Eve. I don't know. But uh, we'll confirm all that anyway. All of that rubbish, uh, all that boring rubbish. But till we speak to you next time, have an amazing Christmas. I hope you have it, enjoy it with your friends and family and have an amazing day. Uh, but yeah, till then, come on, you ones. Sports Social Podcast Network.